and I, Ed Peters, welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We continue today with the teachings of Jesus taken from his Sermon on the Mount. Our study will focus on verse 12 of Matthew chapter 7, the verse commonly referred to as the Golden Rule. On our previous study, we were instructed as to how we were to meet someone new. Jesus told us to beware of phonies. He called them dogs and swine. We are not to throw pearls before them. So, what are we to do? We make it a matter of prayer. Only as we ask, seek, and knock will the Holy Spirit direct us. Then Jesus gives us verse 12, which relates back to that which precedes it. Then verses 7 through 12 all come together, and we can better understand what the Lord is talking about. Only then will we be able to live in the light of the golden rule. Now, here once again is verse 12 of Matthew chapter 7, and it reads, Do for others what you want them to do for you. This is the teachings of the laws of Moses in a nutshell. Here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. Most of us know the golden rule. Do unto others as you would want others to do unto you. That's how we memorized it as children. 
few of us ever wondered where it originated. Actually, the positive form of this rule originates with none other than Jesus Christ, as far as we know. Matthew records his words in chapter 7, verse 12, this way, In everything do to others what you would have them do to you. Then Jesus adds, For this sums up the law and the prophets. This idea has been expressed negatively many times before Jesus and also since. For example, the story goes that a Gentile came to Rabbi Shammai and expressed a desire to be converted, to become a proselyte. If the rabbi could teach him the whole law while he was standing on one foot, Rabbi Shammai, a strict legalist, drove him off. The Gentile went to Rabbi Hillel, that great Hebrew master, about A.D. 20, with the same challenge. The good rabbi said, Do not do to your neighbor what is hateful to yourself. This is the whole law, the rest is commentary. He stated the golden rule in a negative way. Then the rabbi accepted the Gentile as a proselyte. When Confucius, before Christ, was asked whether there was one word that could be followed in life, he suggested the word reciprocity. And then he explained, What you do not want done to yourself, do not do to others. Again, a negative twist. There are many other examples of this statement in the negative, before and after Jesus. But evidently, only Jesus stated it clearly in the positive. Now, what's the difference? I'll talk about that negative first. Don't do to others what you would not want them to do to you. This speaks about not doing something. It speaks of omission, whereas Jesus' positive statement speaks of commission, Someone has said that the negative statement isn't even religious in character. It is nothing more than civil or social. If you don't want someone to steal from you, then you don't steal. If you don't want someone to murder you, then you don't murder. This is simply common sense. It is simply conformity to accepted, civilized behavior. But Jesus put it positively. Do to others what you would want them to do to you. That puts a totally different spin on it. It refers not to acts of omission, but to acts of commission. The first requires one to do nothing. The second requires one to do something. The one requires the person to do absolutely nothing. That is usually very easy and simple. The second requires the person to do something. That can have many complications. The positive statement is much more incisive. Evidently, we don't obey this rule in order to get something in return. We do not expect reciprocity, as some of the negative statements expect. The Christian to whom this rule was given needs to walk in it to do what you might expect of others without any thought of being in some way rewarded by the other person.
Well, here's why. Jesus states that this positive rule sums up the law and the prophets. Don't miss that statement. That means that this golden rule isn't humanitarian only. It isn't rational only. There is much more to it. It is connected to the Word of God, the Old Testament. That's why we do it. Not because we expect something in return, but because it's the Word of God. This rule is a summary of the law and the prophets, and therefore, it's a religious rule and not just humanitarian. We don't obey it just because it makes good sense, but because Jesus said it, and because he said it's a summary of the law and the prophets. The positive requires us not only not to steal from someone, but it requires us to give to someone. It requires not just that you do not murder a person. It requires that you love him. That is much more than simply conformity to the accepted standards of civilized behavior. The rule stated negatively is quite easily kept. It requires inaction. One could keep it simply by continually doing nothing. But the positive rule requires us to actively do to others what you would want them to do to you, whether they do it or not. We go out of our way to be kind and loving to people because that is how we would like to be treated. And that is what Christ would do. Now that requires a kind of attitude which is possible only when a person has the love of Christ in his heart. Only then can we do more than the law requires. We can do what love demands. The positive golden rule requires that we always look for things to do. We do not just look for things to avoid doing. Jesus took a rule that was accepted by the Jews and the Gentiles and gave it a positive, active slant. This is a good example of how Jesus fulfilled, completed, and finalized the law. Jesus emphasized the goal of the law and the prophets. He deepened the meaning and the application of the rule. In everything, Jesus said, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. It was that kind of love that led Christ to the cross. Why can't I live my life without losing it? Why can't I grow without pain? Why can't I live for you, Lord, without dying? There must be an easy No easier.
What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.